Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by Lady Sadie, one of our Duchesses of Historical, and we are reviewing Deeper Than the Ocean by Julie Ann Walker. This is book four in her Deep Six series. This series doesn't read super well as a standalone. It is definitely better to read the first three books in this series because there's a decent amount of the other, like, the couples in the book before and the book after. So welcome to the podcast today, Sadie. Hey, I don't think I've ever gotten to host with you. You have This is new. first time. Um, I'll be gentle. Um, <laughs> uh, so the synopsis from Goodreads says, New York Times and USA Best uh, Today bestselling author Julianne Walker delivers perfect pulse-pounding romantic suspense. The former Navy SEALs of Deep Six Salvage thought they could retire to the sea and hunt for treasures for the of the deep, but when trouble comes to visit, they'll be held to pay. Ray Wolf Roanhouse took one look at Chrissy and knew she was the woman of his dreams. There's a hitch, however. He screwed things up with her, big time. Now all she wants to be is friends. He'll have to be his most charismatic and charming self if he has any hope of changing her mind and winning her heart. Christina Sarek knows all about sexy, brooding men like Wolf. She grew up watching her mother fall for and be broken by plenty of them. If she had her way, she'd avoid Wolf altogether but they're partners in the hunt for the Santa Cristina's legendary treasure. Avoidance is impossible, and the longer she's near him, the more he chips away at the walls she's erected against him. The danger to Chrissy doesn't only come from her burgeoning feelings, however. There are mysterious players who would see her silenced for good, and Wolf, with his wicked grin and spec ops training, is all that stands between her and a date with the death in the deep. Okay, so this book um, was released May 31st, 2021, so it is brand new. Um, The tropes are friends to lovers, second chance, and suspense. Um, The steam level is about a three. It's pretty mid-level, and it isn't overly sexual or graphic at any point, but there are definitely some steamy, sexy scenes. So, you have a little bit of a hang-up with this book. Oh my god. Guys, I can't get over how bad the cover model is. I, I I just I don't know who it's supposed to be. It's not the main character. <laughs> no, because he's because Wolf is a native. Cherokee. Yes, he's Cherokee, Cherokee. Nation. Yeah. So like he has definite like characteristics that you don't see in the cover model at all. Like and when it, I I was not yeah, expecting him. <laughs> I was not expecting him to be described the way he was in the book when I saw the cover model. Yeah. Um, I get hung up on things like this. Other people don't necessarily get hung up on things like this, um, especially because I was reading it on a Kindle. So it's not like I saw the cover that often, right. but it just, I don't know. It really bothered me. I, I will say that the representation of him as a Cherokee is uh, done with without any really problematic areas. Mm-hmm. It's obvious she did her research and had right. someone of, intel- of expertise influence her writing. So that... Don't worry about that part. It's just the cover model. <laughs> right. Well, and I, like, I understand it is hard to find cover models that match exactly what you're looking for. And I get that. But he, he doesn't even have, like, the characteristics of Wolf. Like, he's got this giant tattoo on one shoulder on the cover. And I'm like, that, what is, that's not even, he has tattoos in the book, but that's not it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in like, his, his coloring and all that stuff. Yes. It, it just. No. Yeah. Oh I my agree. gosh, what if he's supposed to be the other guy? Maybe. Maybe he's supposed to be Romeo. Maybe they used the wrong cover. 
I don't know. Well, Anyways. I mean, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Okay. But anyway. other than that. So one thing that I really liked about this book is the timeline. Like I, you recommended this. And so I was like, all right, I'm on. I'm like, I'm going for this. But then I had to read the first three books, which of course is, is my thing. But I hadn't read a suspense book where the timeline go like follows the way it does. Like it'll be like day to day type thing, but this is, it breaks it down into minutes and hours like throughout the day. So the entire story itself takes place over maybe 48 hours. Um, and I, I enjoyed that because you, sometimes I, in books they move too quickly, but I feel like the way that these are written and the fact that they do kind of carry on throughout like the book, like series to series or book to book throughout the series, I think the timeline the quickness of the books, it works. Yeah. Um, Julian Walker uh, is one of the only authors I've seen do it so well with the timeline because sometimes I'm like, okay, but that didn't seem to work out. But because her uh, POVs of the characters, so like Chrissy and Wolf, we've seen them since book one mm -hmm. and they started having perspectives like they were telling the story in book three yeah. and then their book is book four. So they have a history. So the fact that this one takes place over 48 hours doesn't take detract from their right. relationship in any way. And I really appreciated that um, because, and I think that's part of why I buy how fast it happens mm -hmm. because it's not like they just met and now everything's fine. Right. Cause even, even book one, like you first meet these characters in this book, but the heroine and the hero, like they have a history, like they talk about yeah. it a lot. Like they work together for months. Actually, it might've been even like a year or so that they work together. And so nobody is jumping into anything brand new. Like everybody has met them at one point, aside from book two, which is they met in the previous book. So yeah. you're, and it, the book takes place a few months down the road. Yeah. So it's not like it's brand new, nothing to it. And I typically, when I'm reading a book, I don't like when they jump around multiple characters unless you know, like going into it, that there are going to be a lot of different characters, but everything's wrapped up. Like I typically don't like that. But the way that the series plays out, like you get, because in this book itself, you get a lot of Chrissy and Wolf, but you also get a lot of Romeo and Mia, who is going to be the next couple. But she does it in such a way that it doesn't detract from this, this central story. I also think it's really, um, I read her whole um, sort of MC, sort of suspense series, Okay. Uh, the Black Knight's Inc., which mm -hmm. sort of, these characters are sort of introduced in one of those books, but okay. you don't really need to read them to read this series. But right. in that one, uh, some of the POVs have disappeared for whole books. And then oh. you would see the characters again months down the road. And it was totally wild that I had never seen that done. Mm -hmm. And so I was expecting it when I got to the series by her. But it, I, what I really appreciate is that like, you'll see Mia's perspective on how Chrissy is reacting to Wolf. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool as a narrative technique. And it and, and and like you said, it doesn't really detract from it. It's not like you're like, oh, I wanted more of that. <laughs> because you're like, oh, I'm going to get more Mia next. Well, and I think part of it, though, is she writes in third person point of view. So like, which it's not just Chrissy. It's not just Wolf. Yeah. Like, 
it is Chrissy, it's Wolf, it's Mia, it's Romeo. Like you're getting different perspectives mm -hmm. of the interactions. And like, I feel like there are moments where the incident, like everybody knows about the incident. And I use quotation marks, air quotes here because it's a big thing, but nobody but Chrissy and Wolf really knows. So like you kind of see the reaction of the different people in the different books about the incident, but because they want to know what happened, but neither one are willing to talk about what happened. And I think that's part of it too, because everybody, everybody's point of view that you see in each book, like they're talking about things that have happened and how like they're, how they're observing it and how they're experiencing it. So you get this an entirely different perspective from stuff from yeah. book to book on even just one central idea. Yeah, I do. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, just making sure I didn't miss any of our like very oh, brilliant thoughts. <laughs> It's okay. So um, Wolf definitely has yeah. pined oh, yes. for Chrissy. That's, that's where I'm going next. <laughs> so he he kind of, before he meets her, he's kind of this playboy, like not like serious about relationships because they were seals and he didn't feel like a relationship was established. But he he, his end goal was always to get married and have babies. Like that's what he always wanted to do. And he met Chrissy and he's like, this, this is who it's going to be. But then he, I also go ahead. But then he's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is a dumbass. I also really I deeply appreciated uh, when we find out about the incident. Mm -hmm. uh, there's it was an incident. It's definitely an incident. I didn't yeah. think it was like I think it was kind of weird and wild. Um, but I also really like that he realizes what he did is not just about what he did. It's about yeah. what she watched happen. And so her history, it's not necessarily her own romantic history, but the history she ex had secondhand from her mom right. was so much a part of her hangup. And it was really believable. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. And her sort of like getting past it as the story went on is really, I, I think, sold me on the relationship because otherwise I think it would have felt like, oh, you got over that real easy. Mm -hmm. Well, in like... After you find out what happened, I don't want to tell you because that it would be a huge spoiler. It would be a spoiler. <laughs> after you find out what happened, like you completely understand why she's mad and why she is holding on to the anger that she is. But at the same time, like I was kind of frustrated that she didn't listen to him like two months because this is like months <laughs> after the incident has occurred. Like I was frustrated because she he wanted to explain to her what happened. Yeah. But she didn't want to listen. But her past with her mom and like the fact that she jumped from a relationship to relationship from stepdad to stepdad and like that like Chrissy had a lot of like issues with that and internal feelings and how like men don't stick around and you can't trust their word because she got really close to a couple of like the stepdads that she had and then they disappeared and she never saw them again and like that was really detrimental to like to her and her well-being because she had these wonderful relationships and then they were just gone. Yeah. I also really like that he recognized not only that he had screwed up mm -hmm. and what she needed, but uh, he's like, yeah, so I was super jealous. Yeah. I, that was on me. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll own that. And I deeply appreciate what a hero in a book can own his own mistake. Right. And that's the big thing. Like he recognizes like, this is my fault. Like I yeah. did this, like I created this rift. What can I do to fix it? And what can yeah. I do to to allow her to understand, like, I'm not just saying these words. Like, I truly, honestly mean them. He's He's got a sensitive side, but he's also really kind of badass. 
yes, like multiple is. times in the book. There's some, there's some solid, there's some solid suspense elements. Um, yeah. and if you're into suspense, but not into like gunplay, there is a little bit of gunplay on the page, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of bloodshed, but nothing super graphic. No, not at all. And let's talk about that because the book opens, um, and oh, yeah. things happen and her, so she owns a dive business, right? It's a diving business. Yeah. She's, which is uh, how she, she like she, takes people, it takes place in Florida. So she like takes people out and they like go scuba diving and then brings yeah. up, she brings them back in. So, and that is one of the big reasons she's involved with the deep six salvage guys in the first place, because she owns this dive company. Like she takes people out to like where the island that they live on is, um, in, takes people on dives out there. So, and plus she's helping do the dives for this treasure that they're looking for. Um, so her partner gets hurt. I don't want to tell you how he gets hurt because again, I don't want to spoil anything, especially since this is brand new. So her partner gets hurt and then she is also hurt. And that kind of snowballs into like Wolf's protective instincts really coming forth. And like the fact that like he, he's like, I'm done. I'm done waiting. I'm done letting her Mm -hmm. push me away. Like she got hurt. This could happen again. Like I'm making her mine. Like that possessive, like caveman instinct comes out. He does have like kind of no chill about it. <laughs> he has zero. <laughs> he chill. just declares that he's going to like be her bodyguard, and she's like, "I think I'm good." And he's like, "Okay," and then yeah. like sits on her couch. Yeah, pretty much. And then he's like, "All right, I'm here. I'm not leaving. Like this is what's going to happen." And I mean, he kind of does. He kind of t- takes the reins. But I think for Chrissy, like she really needed that. She needed so- like she needed somebody to to take over and care for her in a way that she wasn't used to. Like she needed somebody to be like, this is what you need. This is what I'm going to do for you. I know that you might not need it, but I want to do this for you. Yeah. I, and it didn't seem like she had like sort of given up or was a passive character in this. Like she does not take it lying down. She <laughs> gives not the passive more. at all. There's some really great banter. <laughs> there is, but I love that because like she, <laughs> she was fighting against her feelings and she was fighting against this connection that they had. And that was part of the reason she was holding on to that anger from the incident so much because she, she didn't want to be her mom. But the fact that like she has been so set and like she has her own business, like she has a great relationship with her business partner. Like she has a good relationship with people on the Island. Like she's not her mom in any way because she has taken every stride possible to separate herself from that life and, and that she's reality. super independent like super independent about everything and depending on someone being that vulnerable is mm-hmm. really such a huge part of her character arc in the story mm-hmm. it is and i i think that her big issue too is like she she didn't want to be vulnerable with anybody she didn't want to for anybody to know like that she really needed somebody like she wanted to she wanted people to think that she could do everything by herself all the time. And like, but nobody can like being independent and capable of doing things is one thing, but I mean, everybody's human. Like you, you need help. Like you need somebody to to hold you up. You need somebody to be there for you in the tough moments. I do love what her friend calls her on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to spoil that, but, but like, you need friends that call you on your BS. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like he, he definitely does. And he's like, I love you for this, but this, this, and this is where you're wrong. Like he, he's like, you're just wrong. 
and the, the fact that they have that relationship and they have that closeness, even like, and they've known each other for as long as they have. And the, like, she has a good relationship with his family and his parents, but I don't think she ever realized how much they really were there for her throughout the years. And I, in him getting hurt in Wolf doing what he did, it made her realize like, these people care for me genuinely. Like they're a big part of my life. And it helped her open her eyes to a lot of the relationships around her also. Yeah. Uh, well, after I made Leah not only read this one, but the three books that led up to it. So she yeah. was ready for this one. I, I liked it. I enjoy Julian Walker books. They're fast paced. Um, I'm really excited for the next one because I just, I'm going to love the heck out of that interclass romance. It's going to, it's just going to bring the angst. Yeah. So let's talk about Romeo and Mia a little bit. Like they are yes. the next couple, but there is enough of them, which it doesn't bother me. Like I said, there's enough of them in this book. We can talk to them. So Romeo is kind of a douche nugget in a couple moments. Cause that's like one of our favorite things to say, douche nugget. It auto corrects in my phone. Like that's how much we use it. <laughs> And he, he puts his foot in his mouth multiple times with Mia and she, she puts him in his place because he is like the ultimate playboy, like man whore type person. He is like, he, but he loves all women. He like, he, he's I mean, the Latin lover hey, stick. You, like you do you, owns buddy. It. Like, I mean, if that's what he wants to do and like everybody's fine with it. And I mean, he's not picky. I mean, if, he just loves women and women love him and, and he, they do. And it's fine. It's all very, and he's not creepy. I, I do want to say, like, he's not a creep. No. Uh, but he, I mean, he's, he's a bit of a man whore. It's fine. Uh, but with Mia, he has absolutely no skill, no game. He doesn't know what to do with her. And she's sort of quiet and mousy. And then with him, she's sort of like, why are you like this? Yeah. Well, and I love, but I love the fact that, like, she, we didn't get a lot of her history yet, which we're going to get a lot of that in the next book, which I can't wait for. Um, but there are things that have happened in her life to to kind of um, create this persona almost that she has. And he, he completely reads her wrong and he makes a comment and... And then it just kind of spirals into a, a bad way for him. And then I just, I can't wait. It's going to, uh, it looks like it's going to be released this fall. Maybe we'll do another one of these for that. Maybe. All okay. right. So Sadie, um, did you like this like book? It. I did. I like it. It gives me like some speed vibes, you know, like fast paced, super intense, uh, not terribly like groundbreaking or deep, but you know, great just great fun. Okay. I did like it also. Um, like I said, it doesn't read really well as a standalone. So like going into this book, you might be a little bit lost. Like the, the storyline itself is separate, but the relationships, um, you miss a lot of Chrissy and Wolf's relationship from book three to book four. If you don't read book three, um, each story itself is separate books, but the character arc, um, continues on. Yeah. You said, okay, so who would typically like this book? So fans of quick moving, low yeah. angst, but high action. Absolutely. Um, and I would definitely recommend it. I would, again, I don't, we keep saying this, but don't try and read this as a standalone. It's mm -hmm. probably not gonna, it probably wouldn't read very well. No, I agree. I don't think if I had not went into the first three books that I, 
I think I would have enjoyed the book, but I think I would have felt a little frustrated by the way that the story plays out. Um, but I would definitely recommend it. I read it on your recommendation yeah. and I have recommended it to other people um, in, in like our little hive of readers yeah. that we hang out with. So, All right. well, Sadie, thank you so much for joining me with this Six Shot of Girl. Thanks. Thanks for having me. See you soon. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.